Yeah, it was just, it was the worst ever. I was like, I hate the fact that we're doing this. Like, I, I don't, I don't want any of this. Yeah, I can, I can absolutely see that. Yeah. So a lifetime of that, I could care less about any holiday ever. So, yeah, and I feel okay with that. I feel, it feels really nice and not to work with. What about Juneteenth? That is okay. I'm, oh, but no, the question still okay. stands. Yeah, well, no, I, I say that to say that no, because I just buy them when I get off work oh, okay. sometimes. So Walgreens, if I have time. So okay, so you don't like it's not like a I got to do this like every three weeks, no. once a month type of thing. I will say I absolutely love getting my nails done. Okay, I love it. I used to do it for years. I just realized after uh, quarantine that it was just a waste of money for myself in my okay. eyes. You love to get your nails done, but you also hate getting your nails done. <laughs> well. I love it because I love what a fake nail could look like. I also have, I think, way too good of attention to detail. So I've only been completely pleased twice in the hundreds oh. of nails that I've gotten done. And I'm okay with that. Got you. But last time, so I got my nails done maybe three months ago. They were great. I gave them like a 95%, which is awesome. I'm super okay have with that. Have you ever given anyone 100%? Yes, twice. Oh, those two times. Yeah, just two times. But anyways, I went back the second time and I had I got another person and they were the worst nails I've gotten done in my life. Damn. And I had to let them know that. Oh. Yeah, and I've never I've never felt compelled to do that in the slightest ever Ooh. in my life. And they were just I mean, <laughs> they were horrific. Like she hurt me. Damn. Yeah, it was just and it he, was like a Did she draw blood? <laughs> she yeah. hurt me. Damn. Yeah, she did. She filed my nails down on the side. Literally to just like the core of my nail bed. To the to the yeah, white. It was meat. just really bad. So after that I got discouraged. And I bought the things to make them myself. It just takes too much time. It's um, so convenient to have someone else do Oh that. yeah. I mean it's definitely convenient and you know, that's what isn't that what life is about? Just paying for convenience sometimes you know. I mean the, the <laughs> some things. All those things are so nice. I like pedicures, I like manicures, yeah. Yeah. I like haircuts. 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 They mean a lot. Those are extremely Are you still cutting your own hair? Yeah, it's not the same. Of course it's well, not. Well, well, no, I don't even mean clearly just as far as skill set goes. <laughs> I don't even mean that. I just... Because I, to me, the crispiness is cool, but I don't care about it being super crispy. You know me. I don't... Uh -huh. As long as I just... I cut it down and I can shape it up and it look decent... I, that's fine. Right. But it is the therapeutic sense that you get of just sitting in a chair. And just and having, having somebody just zoom, zoom. It's nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Back when I used to have the long hair and like I would get my hair washed mm -hmm. in a salon and mm -hmm. then we just have some nice black lady in there with her long ass nails just like <laughs> just scratching your scalp. Like that was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, those maintenance those maintenance things are huge. Pedicures yeah. are big. I love soaking awesome. the feet. I love them taking whatever like sort of cheese grater type of <laughs> type of materials yes. or tools they have to just sort of yeah, like scrub be, off all the dead skin i'd be fitting to die when they be doing that shit is it because you are you laughing or is yeah, it yes it's it's like a oh, like oh. yeah like, like you're trying to yeah like i'm trying to combat, contain yourself yes i'm trying to contain myself combat whatever that feeling is yeah. it's like i don't know it's like as much as we walk on our feet 
that area is so sensitive. Yeah. You know, niggas be on their feet all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but, and we and we don't show it enough love as, yeah. as it ought to. Because because of, of the nerves. fact that we because of the fact that we walk on them all the time. We we be treating feet like shit. Like, like yeah. they're nothing. And you, like a lot of things can be replaced. Knees, <laughs> hips. Niggas don't get new feet. They don't. <laughs> You don't, Still getting your you knees don't. and your hips replaced sounds like crazy. Well, you know what? Something I learned recently is that hip replacements a lot of times can be like fatal. Like people that mm, get their hips replaced yeah. a lot of times, like it, it's almost like a, I'm not saying it's literally like an organ, but a lot of people that get their hips replaced, like it's like it doesn't sink well correctly yeah and they they can they can die a hip replacement is yeah. a really really like serious surgery do yeah. you know what they replace it with I don't know some carbon fiber shit, yeah, some, some Iron Man shit yeah <laughs> yeah could have swore recently we had heard that Was like a having a bunch of like screws and a bunch of like weird metals yeah, and stuff in your body through time can definitely like corrode yeah inside like of your body for Eli Lilly, i think yeah and then and then you're, you're just you're squeaking as you're walking and yeah just like you're yeah because you're just like put together by you know nuts and bolts need, and shit like get, that need some wd-40 yeah it's kind of crazy okay. how it works but going back to the, the the therapy though of it you just got your hair cut but but this is unacceptable mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes, Kim. We got to okay, talk about this. Okay, okay, okay. This, this no. Shit is no, 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 no. I get that. I get that. I totally get that. Um, I don't know if this saves the day, um, um, but see. it was it was free. Okay, okay, okay. Keon's barber, by the way, showed up 45 minutes late yes. to the appointment. <laughs> and Kim has to call him. Yeah, and you had to reach out to him. Yes, yes. Which is unacceptable. No, it, it absolutely is. Um, but I... Unless he unless he told me that he wasn't going to be able to make it, I was not going to go back to Maryland without a haircut. How did <laughs> so so? How did yeah. it becoming free come to fruition? Um, he walked in, said, "Hey, what's up, Key?" And this, I, I'm gonna get back to that. Uh, he was like, "He was like, hey, what's up, Key?" And he was like, "Man, I'm sorry, I'm late." He was like, "Yo, it's on me." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "You know, you just hit me like a little tip," and he was like, "But the cuss on me." And I was like, all right, that's, that's, that's cool. Oh. <laughs> but you didn't like, I'm sorry. You didn't you like that he asked asking for a me tip? for a tip. Look, 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 I don't know if look. I can give him the haircut now because he kind of messed it up. Damn, for real? Like you wouldn't eat. <laughs> You're 45 minutes late. I have to call you. The least you could do is give me a free haircut. The least. But you but you wouldn't. Hold on. You wouldn't give a tip or you. I just, would give a tip. But you then, don't like him asking no, for the tip. Okay. That is so tacky. I. I, I completely understand. Yeah, 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 I completely understand that. Um, but I, my like me myself, even if he didn't ask, I would have probably still gave him something. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have. Yeah. yeah, she's saying be, she would have too. No, she I just thinks that the actual ask yeah, of him. I get that. Was get, like a, like a tacky I guess maybe move. he just felt like we were cool enough. That he probably could, he could ask me that. He, he, he also has been getting his haircut from him for like ten years. Yeah, he's been cutting my okay. For, for honestly, he's been he's been, he been cutting my hair since I was like eighteen, so it's like fourteen years. Wow. Yo, of haircuts. That's craziness. Okay. That's so, a long time. Yeah. So you know, he probably felt comfortable enough okay. doing that. Yeah, be like, come on, man, throw me a tip. And I didn't feel like he was crazy for saying it. Okay. Mm. So that does help. But I I I understand because if it was somebody like who was that? Your, Your on headphones the on the ground. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, if he was like, like maybe you know, I'm searching, like I'm forever searching for a Maryland barber. But let's say it was like a Maryland barber who'd maybe only cut my been cutting my hair for like three months. Yeah, I would have felt the exact same way as you. Yeah, because right. that you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. would have been different. You but don't have that sort of camaraderie for you. To no, like not at all. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I used to travel an hour and fifteen minutes to get my haircut once I moved here. Because I, that's when I had my other short haircut, uh-huh. and I was really scared of finding a new person because if they mess it up, there's not that much room to work with. Mm. Because I have three different angles mm. in my hair, and that's pretty scary. And she was notorious for showing up like 15 minutes late. I would bring a book every single time. You were bring- <laughs> Oh, you just yeah. knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, but then it got to the point. It's like, all right, like I can't, like I can't just do this or yeah. cancel the day before. And I had, I mean, oh. it takes. Yeah, it just- he's never canceled on me. Yeah. Mm. Some sometimes he he'll be late. Sometimes there's someone in the chair when I get there, and I still gotta wait like 15 minutes for him to finish that haircut. That does happen sometimes. But he's never canceled and said, "Hey, I can't. Something came up. I can't do it." Like not that I can remember. Mm, so yeah, well, the yeah, best I, track record. I, my my yeah. one of my last barbers skipped town on me and just <laughs> just went to Texas. <laughs> and I, he did not. Leave. Y'all wasn't tight. Yeah, no, I wasn't tight. He, I just couldn't find him on the app anymore. The little booksy app that I use, the book, the book appointments at the place, couldn't find him there. Went to the place. It was like, hey man, what happened to so and so? He's like, oh yeah, he live in Austin now or something. Austin. I was like, oh, okay. let me tell you about these apps. So, <laughs> the one of the barbers that I was using um, in Maryland, he uses this app called The Cut. And you go on there, you, you know, you, you type in his name or his little handle or whatever. And, uh, you know, it comes up and you, you pick what type of haircut you want. Uh, he'll even, there's even an option for him to come to you. You know what I'm saying? Obviously that costs more, but you know, there's a lot of different options in there. What I don't like, and I don't know if all apps are like this, but what I didn't like is you have to pay in the app ahead of time. Mm. And I'm just like, mm. for someone that doesn't like, and don't get me wrong, there are pictures on the app of his haircuts. Sure, that's fine. That's great. Everybody's head's different, though. You know what I'm saying? Those pictures look really nice, but maybe you've been cutting those people's hair for like five years and your technique with that particular person yeah. is is good. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a great technique with that person. You know what you're doing with that particular head. Is it a yeah. deposit or a full No, payment? it's the whole mm. shebang. And, the, and another thing that I didn't like, and this isn't, you know, really a true complaint because this is, it just is what it is. But like the haircuts are just like, it was like, I pay, I pay $40. Including tip? Including the tip. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. With, um, with, uh, my, you know, my VA barber. But out there, it was like $48, no tip, no, like no tip yet, plus like a dollar fifty fee for using the app. Mm. So after it's all said and done, you know, it's I'm like paying like, bucks. yeah, I'm, I'm paying almost $60 and the nigga ain't even cut my hair yet. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, see, the Booksy app that I would use, I did have to. It seemed like it was. It, it would tell me. Card. It would tell me exactly that it was verifying my payment. Yes. So it seemed like I was paying then, uh, and I clearly never ran a credit card after that. Even when I went to the shop to get my haircut, mm-hmm. so like it, I paid on the app, 
but it was mostly because there was a cancellation fee of like ten dollars or something like that. Mm. So so you don't you're not wasting time. You're like you're not booking up time and then you can just leave whenever you want to. Mm. Like no, you're gonna have to pay that cancellation fee. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's that's been my, I mean that's been my account with it. Yeah, but I but just, I'm also if I if I'm gonna pay, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna get my haircut. As well. What, hold on. What do you What do you mean? Like I'm just if I'm paying through the app, like if I pay through the app, I'm just gonna go get my haircut. So regardless, you're saying, and he hasn't even cut my hair yet. It's like yeah, but you're paying for it. You're gonna You're gonna get your haircut. Yeah. Even if you got your haircut first, you're paying afterwards. You're gonna pay. I know that. However, what I'm what I'm saying is that you know I, I'm you know, and maybe this is just a me thing. But I'm out here looking for a barber. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm hoping that it's going to be the way that I want it to be. Obviously, I'm still bringing my ass out here to get my hair cut. I haven't been back to that guy. So it wasn't up to my standards. Yeah. But and then I got to pay ahead. I don't even know if I'm going to like it. And if <laughs> and if you didn't like the haircut, still pay you're the haircut. still gonna pay for the haircut. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I know. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and, and and haircuts are one of those things where it's it's very very difficult to just get up mid haircut because you see something you don't like and be like, I'm sorry, bro, no. I can't do this. Nah, you but can't that's do something that. I've done in the massage parlor though. Like, and I just got a massage <sighs> the other day, and she was she was top notch. That's awesome. But I've gotten one the one before that though. She was some new woman in there I'd never seen before, and I knew I shouldn't have let her go in that room with me. But she, I, <laughs> that sounds I, crazy. I, I knew it, but she was just she was terrible. She was so dainty with all of the mm. ways she was trying to touch my body. I'm like, that's not what I need. Like, I need you to touch my body. <laughs> Put your fucking hand. Yeah, like I need like you to grab like this this other woman the other day. She was rubbing my scalp. Doing that thing she do, she, she you know they put both oh, your thumbs in the middle of your head and they just just mm -hmm. rub it all the way down. They mm -hmm. doing that, scratching my whole head. She's pulling on my neck. The the pulling of the neck is one of my favorite. It's amazing techniques. Just like just 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 stretching your neck out in a way that you don't normally get. It's fucking great. But I have had two professional massages in my mm -hmm. entire life. The first one scarred me. Oh. Not literally, but so I went to like this little spot um, and it's funny because like I had like smoked beforehand thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna smoke, I'm gonna go get this mm -hmm. massage and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be, be, relaxed. I'm, gonna be in, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be in whatever feels better than heaven. Yes. That's where I'm gonna be. Yes. <laughs> but I went in there and like, it was one of those, like the massage, it was my first massage. So like. Even though you you know what a massage is, I didn't quite know what to expect. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I go in there and it's like this, you know, this Asian guy. He's he's the masseuse. Um, and I don't know if he was just heavy handed, but it just didn't feel good to me. <laughs> and and you wanna know what threw me off though? Like I don't think I'm not I don't think that he was doing this, but I swear it just felt like some Looney Tune ass shit. Like he was just ah, uh, you know, some 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 of this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I it just it didn't he's feel just, like he's just some Looney Tune. Yeah, just shit. some you know, like just imagine. Well, well the ch the chopping motion that you're doing on your back is like a, it's a real technique that it's, they it's use to break up your muscles and uh -huh. move stuff around in a gentle way. Uh, I didn't know any of that, but I think I mean that's what makes sense to me. Oh, you she just made that up too. Sure. But, but, but <laughs> because you're way, not targeting like a specific area. It's not a specific. I get I get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You might be onto something there. 
All right. Anyways. <laughs> no, I don't know. Moving muscles around? I don't know. I feel understand. like it just like it breaks well, up the think, muscles a bit. Think about when you are trying to tenderize meat. Okay. I'm that's what I'm thinking of, of what she's saying. Mm. You know, just tenderizing the back meat. Okay. You know? I don't know. Okay. Sure. I mean, I guess there are different ways of trying to tenderize meat. Like you would need meat as well because yeah. they also use their their fists, their knuckles, their right. elbows, their knees, the yeah. ball of their feet, all this sort of stuff. So I get yeah, in the in the same way. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I just I just didn't it just wasn't like, man, I feel I feel good. I feel I feel great after this. It wasn't like that for well, me. Well, I guess you weren't expecting to feel a bit sore because that's usually what happens after a massage. It's supposed to, like, especially a deep tissue. Uh-huh. It's going to feel great, like, the second or third day. The first day, you're going to be slightly dehydrated and sore if you get a good, decent massage. Okay. Well, my Where second- does the dehydration come from? Oh, my masseuse always told me to drink water, and I always felt very thirsty after massages. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. What, what that's I, don't, about I don't have a scientific idea behind that one. That's something that she always used to tell me. Oh, I don't know anything. Yeah. I mean, they usually do have those little cups of water, but I just thought that that was just like a nice amenity. Just, <laughs> you know, just, it giving, could be. just giving a cup of water up. Um, my second massage was um, um, we went to uh, me and Antoinette went to Chicago, like three years ago I for her birthday that. and I booked a massage for us out there at the spa. That was a really good massage. Don't ask me what was different. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it, I felt it, what it just was different. It mm-hmm. felt, you know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe it was just the atmosphere. Who knows? You know, because the, the first one was just at one of them little spots in the mall. No disrespect. Cause I know that you have a spot like that, but this one was at like a spa, like the atmosphere was good. I maybe it. maybe it's all in my head. No, 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 yeah. no. no. I'm, well, I mean, it that, could be, that, maybe that matters though. Yeah. Because I love the women at the relaxed zone spa in mm. the mall, <laughs> right? Like they do a good job for the most part. Again, I ran across one lady that didn't know what the fuck she was doing, and I did. I was so upset that I wasn't there. So <laughs> upset. But for the most part, they're great. Again, they have the bars above you. They they, they can grab them and, and, and yeah, stand on See, you. I didn't. I didn't have all they, that. They got Ooh. the hot stones that they put included. on your back yeah. included. Yeah, right. They, like they're great, but the ambiance matters. Mm-hmm. So oh. when you have a bunch of fucking <laughs> middle school kids just running around outside talking about middle school shit because you're and, in the Manassas Mall and like, in and, the entrance. Yeah, and like a bunch of little babies running around just. Ah! just screaming and then you have the, the barber the, the shop barber next door and they're just bumping crazy music <laughs> and it's just like all right man like you just got to try to really like zone in and enjoy your people massage take sometimes. phone calls in the parlor like they'll uh-huh. just be waiting and someone's oh, having yeah. a whole phone conversation oh nah yeah when we um i forgot the name of the spa but it's a spa in um downtown chicago we went in there, you know, we 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 got changed. We sat in like this little meditation room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like under what looked like kind of a like a like what the top of a circus tent would look like. But okay. but the, like the the interior, like what it was lined with was like it was all fringe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was very it was very nice. Lots of very comfortable seats or just pillows if you wanted to sit on the floor or lay on the floor. Like it was, you know, it was nice. Um we uh damn, I kind of forgot what order this was in, but no, I know what order it was. So after that, we I also um I think I told you about the whole sauna, the infrared sauna. Remember, yeah, I was I was talking I about that. We did a sauna, 
Um, we were able to take showers and then we got our massages. It was like the whole experience was just really nice. Mm-hmm. So I think that if I ever get a massage again, it'll probably be something closer to that. Yeah, right. No, you definitely want all that. Last time I, I was in a very, very nice place, actually my job and <laughs> get, getting, getting one there when I was, there was like <clears throat> a small fireplace nearby. The, the little fucking opening where you set your face in the table, there was a bowl with essential oils, with like whatever essential oils you nice. choose, and it just nice. like wafts up into your face. Nice, and just yeah, it's just reasons. you know yeah. nice music. It's super dark in there, like it's just it's it's made for that. There's a terrace, like a tiny little terrace outside your room. Oh, you can just walk out there for a moment. All right, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. It's great. I'm thinking it's about um, I'm thinking about uh, booking. A, a room and a spa day at the Lansdowne Resort. Mm. Um, I don't know anything about them. I'm not worried about competition. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Say... No, I'm just playing. I just, I, it's, trust me, it's really not I've that I've heard deep. good things about it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, my uh, uh, one of my colleagues at my job, um, he goes there a couple times a year and he really, really likes it. And he was selling, he was like, yeah, man, you got to take your lady there, man. He's you got to, you know, he was like the customer service is a one. He was like the massages are great. Um, so I'm, Yo, I'm thinking about booking we, that up. We t- we talk about customer service quite a bit. It's so funny because, oh yeah, like the level of customer service that we are now used to, right? Just on a day to day basis in in the world that we occupy. It's interesting going other places and seeing people like not give a fuck. About oh. the way that they speak to the yeah. the, the, the the customers, yeah. to about the other. way that they speak to each other around customers, like they just people don't care. It's so funny, like watching people at just regular ass stores just not just screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like, customer I feel service is so bad. <laughs> Some places like I feel that way about TJ Maxx. I love TJ Maxx. It's one of my favorite places to be. And every time I go in there, I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is horrific. <laughs> the managers are talking to each other crazy. The girls are having conversations about some guys, like, that they both used to date way back when whilst she's checking me out. Mm-hmm. She's just talking to her friends, like, moving my things around and putting them in a bag. I'm like, what are you, <laughs> what's going on Yeah, like, Yeah, like, there's no, again, there's no genuine interest no, in, right, in, right. in just, what it is you got going on. They don't and I just forget about, about it because I'm so used to working at the establishment that I work at. Uh-huh. And it's it's... It's not that. And I spend so much time doing that every time I step out, I'm like, holy crap, I forgot that this is what the rest of the world looks like. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely forget feel that all that. the time. Because, I mean, oh, you I'm know, sorry, can I have some as well? customer service is, is pretty much what well, I'm not sure about you, but me and him have just been, that's all we've ever worked really is yeah, customer service. The past like nine years of my life. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And even, even now, like, thank you. My, it's not a like the job I have now. It's not a customer facing role, but I mm-hmm. still have to provide, mm-hmm. an, you know, a nice level of customer service, right. whether it's via email or the occasional face to face or, you know, through texts. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm text like I'm I'm having conversations with chefs from here, chefs from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank you for the Randall back, sir. Yes. Not, You're only, welcome. not only is the, cause I don't know if we've talked about it on here. Not only is the history rich, but so mm. is, so is the meat. That's Absolutely. for certain. Absolutely. So is the meat, the, 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 the Philippines, Longanese, brown sugar, sausage. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Well, wow. that is the so. Oh, again, that is right. That's yeah, not Lorenzo linebacker. The, the, yes. the Philip. I don't know how to say it. Yes. But that is um, a meat crafters product, which yes. is also a, a, a very very great company. They prioritize. Um, I'm sorry. They specialize. That's what I meant to say. They specialize in sausages and charcuterie. Mm. Um, we have a great partnership with them. Um, the duck breast prosciutto that is meat crafters. Um, they make they make some really really good products. Really good products, and I'm very happy to, to share them with you guys. I'm very thankful. You haven't had the the duck breast prosciutto? Yes, she has. Oh, but uh, it wasn't the fresh oh. one you were speaking of. No, you you only had it. You had it on a sandwich or something, no. right? No, on she, the bread. She had. She had. She had it. Yeah, okay. I did. I had it. She had it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> she it's, had it. it's damn good. It's really good. Um, oh, I tried the copa the other day. Very delicious. Yes. What very is good. that? I think it's gobble ghoul. I th- I think it says Copa on the oh. package, just C O double P A. Now Gabagool, which is what New York Italians started calling yeah. Capicola. I don't know how it got the Gabagool, but Cap Capicola. Right. So I don't know if what the is it? Co- Copa Copa is a version of Cap- Capicola. Right. So I I don't know, but it, it is but it is like a sandwich. It's a, it's a sandwich meat. Oh, it certainly sounds like a right. Is what you would call it like I a mean, salami, like a so the th- it yeah it's like but, a salami, like a pepperoni, like something like that. Well, the thing the thing about it is is salamis and pepperonis. Those are just you know ground up meat with certain spices and ingredients and blah blah blah. The copa is just a cured pork shoulder. Mm. Now it's probably it probably has some sort of brine on it that they do before they you know they they smoke it and all that crap, but it's just pork shoulder. It's not, that's all it is. It's not like a combination of meat and a bunch of different spices mm. and you know rolled into a casing or you know right, it's right, just right. sliced pork shoulder. Okay, but it's delicious. It's delicious. Okay, nice then yeah, then I may not have had copa before then. I told Earl, you know, I told Earl last time I was here, I was like. Yo, we just have you have you heard this the new uh, online saying? It's uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing that thing again. <laughs> I, you know, I just like I be talking, but my thoughts haven't left the brain <laughs> to my mouth. It, you're like yet, so I do that sometimes. I um, left the brain to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, a soft life. That's like the new internet. Uh, uh, no, I haven't heard this. Yeah, a soft a life. Soft it's life? just a, just a very this is what's viral plentiful. Right now. Abundant, abundant. It's sort of like I was saying, bathed in blessings. Yeah, like oh, soft understood. life, soft understood. life. Yeah, just we live oh. in a, we just live in a soft life, just a beautiful, oh. plentiful, abundant, luxurious. Not necessarily in like that doesn't things. Sound very soft. Not things, it's, but it's. We, what do you? Why doesn't it sound soft? I feel like soft should resemble maybe like simple, and I feel like luxurious is not simple. Well, oh, I'm. I'm I mean, saying it more, not like maybe. you know purses and watches and shit, just the luxuries of of life itself. Like niggas is not just eating duck breast prosciutto in copa and yeah, shit. Yeah, so basically, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a blessed life. Yeah, like blessed. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Just, There's a lot of niggas out here that's just they, it's soft, they it's soft, it's eating, cushy, it's yeah. easy, okay. it's understood, understood, comfortable. You know, like okay. soft. There's duck breast prosciutto, and then there's spam. For you know what I'm sure. saying? A lot, some like a lot of people just you know are living a spam life, and we know Keon <laughs> we Harris, in, so we get that. We live in a, a, a prosciutto life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it means something. Yeah. <laughs> Not only prosciutto, duck breast prosciutto. Uh, yeah. 
they're living a spam life. No, I'm very thankful. I I get to reap the benefits of of knowing you. Yeah. That's very awesome. Hey, look, one thing I'm going to do is is, is look out. (laughs) I'm going to always look out. That's I'm gonna always look that's out. That's awesome, man. That's some, yeah, that's some if I got the, if I have the, the, you know, the means to do it, right? I'm gonna always look out. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah, what's the point of having all the resources? You know what I mean? Having all. J. The, Cole says that in a song. What he said. Um. What good is the bread? Oh yeah. If my people can eat. <laughs> yeah. What right, good right. is for classes they can sit? Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, that's, and, and that's my next mission. That's why I can't quit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I, I like I like I'm 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 a giver you know what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a very big giver if I can give I'm a give you know what I'm saying I'm too I enjoy so, giving yeah that's nice and, uh, yes is there's everyone, an aspect is of it ready for Thanksgiving yeah is your I, favorite holiday right I already is that you. was that what I said I think so there was a point in time when you I s- oh the, what what you really said that what the Thanksgiving is my favorite yes. I, I must have. That, I mean, he's he's remembering it, so it probably came from somewhere. I probably oh. I probably said that. It doesn't really matter to me. The the, the thing <laughs> is is really just that. Um, I used to say because I, I remember telling my my stepmom this when we were at a bowling alley. I think it's called Lucky Strike somewhere in like Maryland, and we were up there, and Murderland. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Family time is like my favorite thing to do. It's like oh, when we all get together. Yeah, it's like the favorite. Thing for me to do, and it's so funny because I do not feel that way. <laughs> like when, like, like you, right you, now, you, I do oh, not feel okay, that way. Okay. So it's so it's so funny that that was like a favorite thing, mm. and then now it's just not. So are you, are you doing anything on Thanksgiving? Yeah, like I'm certain I'll go over the house and see the people. Like, like, do you want to do that? Like, yeah. You, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying it was not my. It, it, it was once my favorite thing. Like that. That's what I'm saying, and it's okay. just not. Okay, I got yeah. you. So I just I just thought that that was hilarious, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely be there. I'll you gotta, be you have to food. work. Morning. What time you get off? People eat at dinner though. Midday, one, two, three. Okay. I don't okay. know. Yeah, something like that. All right. Yeah. See if I can still swing past. Keep my uh, tradition. Mm. My my three years in a row, maybe. Keon's been eating out of my parents' fridge for a long time, so it's like <laughs> a tradition for him to continue to do so. Understood. They like to have him by. Yeah. Grab an extra plate. Oh yeah, I mean if I can, if I can, I don't know. Thanksgiving be. food to her seems weird. She, she came from Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think Hold on, the 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 ho- the holiday like. No, I think that the traditional American Thanksgiving is to me so lackluster, except the desserts. What do you What do you have on Thanksgiving? We have a fried pork, like a whole pig. We fry it mm. all day outside. Crispy. Um, yeah, so crispy. Um, there's arroz con gandules, which is like a yellow rice. They're called pigeon peas. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller, cuter version of a regular pea. Um, like a pineapple, upside down ham. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of pastries. Ensalada de coditos, which is like a macaroni salad, salad yeah. but it's really nice and sweet. Ensalada de papa, which is a potato salad. Um, pasteles. Which is like the plantain mass with potatoes and a bunch of things that you stuff in there. Yeah, just a lot of things that to me make more sense. Because I think a feast for Thanksgiving. And the spread, the traditional American spread to me, just isn't something I would never eat outside of Thanksgiving, let alone Thanksgiving. 
Like, I don't want to feast on that. That's just my personal opinion, I think. Okay. Um, I don't like it. Now, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, the spread. Tell me, what what is the spread? Well, I'm thinking you? of a turkey. I've never had a good piece of turkey. It is always unseasoned and dry and hard. I don't understand okay. eating turkey. Okay. Um, I mean, that's just I some, think, some pilgrim shit, but, you know. I think of stuffing. Never had a great stuffing. Like some has been decent. The cranberry stuff I don't get. I don't like it. Okay. Um, that's just a weird concoction to me. The gravy I like. Um, <laughs> I like the desserts. Yeah, and what's 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 another side? Come on, you got the baked mac and ma- cheese. Ma- mac, and che- mac and cheese. Come on. Yeah, mac and cheese is cool. I guess I haven't had it a lot in traditional. No, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Oh. The baked mac and cheese well i've had baked mac and cheese before i don't know okay. it's been baked every time i just want to make sure that we're not talking about out the box the craft oh i would hope not okay i just want to make sure that we're not talking about that because that's not what we eat on thanksgiving no oh i don't think so hold on okay the collard greens come on i <laughs> the collards <laughs> I just also think that's a lackluster dish. The collard greens. Yeah, because like you're just you're not gonna put any seasoning on them. Who who don't put seasoning on the collard greens? I've had collard greens before, and they're just ham hocks, turkey necks. So what? What's going on? Hams, green, green, potatoes. Nah, hold on. Nah, you must go ahead, Keon. What do you want to say? No, he's just she must what have been around a certain type of person. Yes. Yes, absolutely. During Thanksgiving, because who you? Because it's not like you just eating a bunch of unseasoned shit, and we know we know who you know. We only one thing pops in our minds. Say when we think it, when we think about what you think, what's popping in your mind? It, you know, just the, your things. The Thanksgiving you're 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 talking about probably lacks some some color and flavor. <laughs> that sounds like to me. You must be thinking about the, the green bean casserole. Like I don't. I like the green bean casserole. Oh, see now. Oh no. uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, I love hold on. green beans. I like that. I got yeah, but are, potato casserole. But have they been on the stove simmering with onions and, yes. and turkey necks all day? I don't know what a tur- I watch, turkey. I don't know about turkey necks. Come on, man. Nigga, I, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. No, I don't know no a this. lot of this stuff I don't fuck with either. I don't be fucking with. I don't be fucking with pigs' feet. I don't. I don't, I don't like. With, I don't do pigs' feet either. I don't be. I don't. You be seeing Why a necks. Neck? I don't see necks. So Earl, I don't want that. Earl, Earl, <laughs> when. Your 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 family makes collard greens, right? Yeah. Do they make collard greens like green beans, like things like that? Yeah. When they make them, do they do they put the meat is is like a seasoning? It's to give the the, the vegetables a little bit of, of of flavor. Yes. Do they make them with with those types of meats? Uh, I again, I don't know about the turkey neck. Okay, but just like a you know like yeah. some sort of yeah. you know seasoned meat yeah. that is for cooking with. Yeah. Okay. It don't got to be a turkey neck. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. It was yeah. the first thing that came to my mind. But it doesn't have to be a turkey neck. <clears throat> does does the the one after Thanksgiving, Christmas, the one after, <laughs> does, does that one, does that stress you out? Do you feel stressed to, towards the holiday season for any reason? Um, I know it's a, it's a season that stresses a lot of people out. I mean. Which I find to be hilarious, by yes. the way. Like absolutely hysterical. It's not super stressful. Um, I, I, I guess there's a certain aspect of, of stress just because like, I guess when I'm, when I'm thinking about Christmas, I'm just thinking about, oh, I want to get this for that person. Like, I mean, you know, I'm a big giver. I'm getting gifts. I get gifts for everybody. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, my girl, my son, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, they all get gifts from me. Um, a couple nieces and nephews all get gifts from me. Um, I think what stresses me out is the fact that I never like I what I should do is put money to the side for this shit before Christmas gets here mm -hmm. so that I just have a stash of Christmas money. But I always wait till like the beginning of November and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to I got to get Christmas stuff. Right. And then I'm just like, all right. Um, OK, I'm going to do this and that. Like, OK, I'm going to you know what I'm saying? I think so, that's where a lot of people's stresses come from yeah. It's like knowing that they have to get gifts, knowing that they. They want to get the right gifts for the right people. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure that they're shipped by the right dates and they get to the people when they're supposed to get there, that they're wrapped correctly, all these sorts of things. And mm -hmm. I think that that and then, of course, with the money, you know, that that just ties people up to. Yeah. Um, it, talk about stress. Well, not stress, not stress, but because it doesn't stress me out. Um, but Antoinette's birthday is like a week before Christmas mm. and she's done a lot of, you know, Christmas and birthday is the same thing for a long time. So that is just something that she refuses to have this day and age. She's like, no, my birthday is December 17th and Christmas is the 25th. So they are two different things. Mm. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. See, that's, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know about it. It's just, you know, that. and, but I, I get that, you know what I'm saying? Only because you grow up having to combine the two your whole life you know, you, 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 you want to do things for your birthday, but you know, everybody it's Christmas. So everyone's all busy and, you know, nobody can quite, you know, fit their plans around your birthday. So I try to make, you know, I try to make sure that her birthday is special, even though it's like a week before. I Christmas. just don't, I hate, I, I don't like when people turn something that's really cool into something stressful. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually just having a conversation that is there's roughly oh, about this. Go ahead. Christmas is cool to you. <laughs> That's a very vague, like, what type of way is Well, that? I don't know. You said is something. Is it cool? Just aggressive. Well, you said turning something really cool into something really stressful. So I'm trying to figure the out what is the cool thing. I think the idea of Christmas yeah. can be very, very cool and it can just be very fun for a lot of people. And, okay. And, and, and merry and all the shit that, like, they say it's supposed to be, but okay. then people are stressed the fuck out okay. we the buy whole each other time. The best gifts. Yeah, and it's like you're taking something that's just supposed to be like so yeah. cool and like so fun and merry and jolly. These are the words that people use. Ho ho ho, right? Jolly, merry, all that sort of shit. And then you turn it into something that just like, just just sucks the energy out of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's just a weird. There's just a weird. I mean, irony of life. I got you. That's got all you. I'm saying. It's those you. types of things. I've been I've been a part of. Like I'll never forget when my parents were trying to put together uh, Alexis's fucking graduation party, and she was she was at the school. Like we like she had graduated. We were all there. We took pictures with her. We saw her when she got off. But I think she was gonna hang around with some of her friends or do something for a little while. So we had like a few hours before she came home. And by the time she got home, everything was supposed to be up. The balloons in the front yard, stuff in the backyard, food everywhere, all this sort of stuff. Let me tell you something. <laughs> all of the time between us getting back to the house to start setting up before she got there was easily one of the worst times of my life. <laughs> it was chaos. It was just, it was just, I, I don't like <laughs> it. It's like, the, like... Go put those streamers up over there. Then you put them up. Oh, take them down. They look terrible. Find somewhere else to put them in. Like, you're trying to do all that. And it's like, who's got the food? Oh, go get the water out of the car. Someone told you, sorry, we need to get the water out of the car. The water needs to be set up over here just like this. And I'm just like, yo, this isn't fun. 
Sounds like, like. And I guess it's supposed to be fun when she gets there. It's not supposed to be fun and before. It's never fun when they but, get but there. But I'm just like, what? Yeah, I'm just like, why yeah. can't, like, why do you all have to turn something? Like, you're turning the preparation of a party to, for, that is for a celebration, right? Of, of life and, and of, a rite of passage for someone to become an adult, whatever the fuck it, however it is you want to look at it. And you're making it suck. <laughs> like you're, you're making it suck to be a part of the preparation for this thing. And I just think it's completely unnecessary. And her and I were just having this conversation about you and I sort of had it last time, but it's just people going through wild amounts of undue suffering. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. plenty of things that you're going to step into in life where it's gonna suck when you step into it for what for whatever happens. You're you're living somewhere where there's an earthquake, your house goes down, or a fucking storm takes you know you and your whole family's block out. Like that's just gonna suck. Right. Like just on a very basic human level, that sucks. But there's a bunch of things that are going on in your everyday life that you just stress out about. That are just they just not by Earl standards. They're like they don't they they truly don't matter. Like they don't have any sort of weight on your real life. They're not going to cause you any real harm. Like nothing bad is actually going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And these are one of those types of things where like you're trying to set up for a party and people are going fucking crazy about where the streamers are or if, you know, there's enough brownie or whatever the fuck the case is. It's just like, guys, like this was this was 45 minutes that we could have enjoyed mm-hmm. right? because it's about setting up a party. Mm-hmm. But now we don't get to do that because you all stressed out. And so it's just funny. I just I like to look at those moments in life where there's just something that is so unnecessary, so unnecessary that just lowers the quality of experience for them and everyone else around in the vicinity for whatever extended that's period of time. It's just, always, it just sucks. That's why I always hated my birthdays. And I had to tell my parents that recently. Oh, right. Don't celebrate my birthday ever again. I, <laughs> I literally hate it. It's the fucking worst ever. Sheesh. Because I pick nothing of what is going to go anywhere. Like, it's all picked by my mother. I'm 24 years old, living at home, and she's picking all the decorations. I didn't ask her for anything. She's telling me that I have to eat because my food's getting cold. She's taking... <laughs> Like okay. she won't stop taking pictures. She's also a tyrannical mother. She's she's pretty psychotic. God bless her. But yeah, it was just it was the worst ever. I was like, I hate the fact that we're doing this. Like I I don't I don't want any of this. Yeah, I can I can absolutely see that. Yeah. My- so a lifetime of that, I could care less about any holiday ever. So yeah, okay. and I feel okay with that. Okay, <laughs> I feel it feels really nice, and I have to worry about them. What about Juneteenth? <laughs> It's, it's included, Ken. I, I don't care about any of this. Do you want to call me a racist? No, Is that what you no. want? No. Say oh, it. shit. That's funny. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Yeah, no, it just, to me, it feels really nice to not have to worry about gifts or planning or the pictures or the right everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean,. Man. My my parents were never like like that for my for my birthday. Mine, like, mine they, were just my mom. She was just extremely excessive, and that's what ruined it for me. It was her, just yeah, over the top. Yeah, yeah. Like they they would give me a money. They would they would give me money or like a gift or something. Say happy birthday, but like there was never like because like I'm twenty four. That was my last birthday. I celebrated at home. 
I, I can't even fathom my, my mother trying to throw me a party, take pictures, <laughs> put up decorations at age 24 yeah. Yeah. at all. Yeah, some people are like that. And, and they just they want you to do things for them. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. be, right. Because if you don't want to celebrate your birthday, but I'm telling you, no, like we have to do something for it. It's like, for what? At, for what sake? Like, why are you doing it? Because mm. I'm telling you I don't want to. Mm. So this is no longer about me then, right? Uh-huh. So it's about what you want to do. So it's just like that. that's that's what I'm kind of talking about. It's just like weird ways in which people want to sort of manipulate manipulate the world, manipulate people around them to do the things that they want to do. And it's just like it's, it's really weird, again, like stress level involved because it's something that is just like a very basic and just very... I don't necessarily want to say insipid, like it just has no sort of importance, but it, it's just, it's like a tier one thing, mm-hmm. just a tier one thing. Mm-hmm. But but we are acting upon it as though it is like a tier four thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like just like a party, like us getting upset about a party, like that. Like th- there has to be a point where this becomes insane. Like there has to be a point where we are living too soft of life <laughs> to where we have to like argue about parties uh-huh. you know like when you really like bre- like clear <clears throat> clear out the cobwebs and like look at the thing we talked about this with like a friend of yours at a point in time it's like a, a small girl that was like wearing some wild shit for her birthday party oh yes and she clearly chose her clothes mm-hmm. and then there were like some people that were looking at the photos afterwards like why the fuck did they allow her to wear those clothes on her birthday she was probably what, what at six seven if that yeah something like that in my my this was this was my take on it i'm like let her wear what she wants to wear mm-hmm. right B- because if not then w- what is what are you doing is it your six? Is it your six year old like right. party? Mm-hmm. Is this your six years party? So it has nothing. So it's not about you. Well, I want her to look nice in the pictures. What do you mean you want her to look nice in the pictures? What she wants to look the way that she wants to look in the pictures. Like, is this not about her? Is this like you want to be able to look back and say that you dressed her up the way that you wanted to do? Like, it's just weird the way that people try to put their things on other people mm-hmm. and just again suck the fun out of it like if i was that little kid and it was like no like you should wear this instead right. i'll be like bah. like is it not is it not my birthday like why don't i get to put on what i want to put on right. like it's, it's like weird little ways that i and you know, i still have this childlike rebellion you know inside me a lot of parents can be super manipulative you know a lot of parents end up having kids just to live through their children you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot. Just like, you know, because they didn't get to do this or get to do that when they were six for their birthday. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to give them a better life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and But the thing is, is as a parent with a six-year-old, you have all the power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the power. So, like, if, if you want little, you know, little Sally, little whatever to... To wear this and to do this on their birthday and to, you know, you you picking out this, picking out the streamers and all that. And Sally ain't said a damn thing. She just want some cake and some toys. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of parents try to live through their kids. It's interesting. 
you have anything on that? Well, I think that's kind of, I think that that has to be every parent's experience to some degree. Like I couldn't imagine having a child and not wanting them to be a better version of me. I think people just get lost in that. Mm. Like I think, I think that should be the idea of having, like if I am going to have a little human, like they, they need to be so much better than I am. But also, am I going to dictate their life towards what I want them to be? I think that's that's where it gets tricky. Um, yeah, because you have, you know, the the I want them to be, that's the part I'm thinking about. Because it, I guess it, you know, sometimes it, you get a little lost when you're you're just trying to steer them, yeah. and guide them in a, in a in a direction in which you know they would you have benefit to guide from, them. right, right. You, you know have what I'm to saying? make decisions. Yeah, because I mean that's what parenting sure. is. You you make a ton of decisions for yeah. someone else, right? Like you have to. There's there's if you're not, then you're not parenting. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I guess a lot of folks can can get lost in that, yeah. you know. Yeah, because you you're right. You have to make those decisions. But then when you're telling me, like Earl is saying, let's use this example, like let's say our daughter wants to wear a certain type of outfit, we're just looking at her and it's like, ah, oh, sweetie, actually that looks kind of ridiculous. Like let's not. That's where it gets tricky. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about a six year old, if they want to wear rain boots, stockings, you know, a pair of shorts and, and a sweater, then I'm gonna let that rock. You know what I'm saying? As long as as long as he or she doesn't want to be naked at the party, I'm probably gonna be okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my kind of whole thing about it. Cause again, it's just it's it's not it's not for the little one, it's for you. Right. Like you wanna look back, you want the photos that you mm -hmm. want, you want them to look to your standards. Like it's yeah. it's not about them anymore. Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, you know, as a parent, if I'm having a party, will I go out and and maybe, you know, try to find, you know, a nice outfit. Yeah, I could rock with that. But if the day came and they were just like, no, nah, like, I'd, I'd rather wear this. I'm going to just let it rock. <laughs> just, all right, wear that. Wear it. I got some new turtlenecks. I'm ready for the holiday season. I got me a white one. You know, mm. anytime a dark skinned dude wears a white turtleneck. Yeah. Oh, he's waiting for it. There's nothing to be said. I have nothing else oh, to say. Just, okay. just, <laughs> he missed just, it. It's just whenever a dark skin dude wears a white turtleneck, dot, dot, dot. It's just, it's just like that. That's all. It's just like that. You got a burgundy one, black one, wear underneath the sports coats. How do you feel about turtlenecks, Kim? Um, I, I have love worn, a turtleneck. I ain't worn a turtleneck. It, yeah, I know. You always got a turtleneck on. I love turtlenecks. Um, Summer I haven't I haven't worn a turtleneck probably since I was in elementary school. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know. Um. I don't really know what how to answer that question. I mean, because I haven't <laughs> put one on in probably 25 years. How do you feel about mustaches without beards? Mm, I've been thinking about this. Um, I was looking at your beard. I, I mean, that's would fine. you would you ever rock just a mustache? No, because I don't because I have this. Why would <laughs> I, I do that? that? It's a downgrade. <laughs> well, I yo say man, that. we've been having this conversation about just <laughs> mustaches now. When I, as I was growing up, the just the mustache was always sported by 
pedophiles. <laughs> it, it, I always, it always. It's was funny that that's your default. A mustache, one thousand percent. A mustache and some and some very large bifocals. Yeah, like I'm sorry, <laughs> like he has. Look, he has the image in his mind right now. So it's not just me. Like it was for some reason growing up. I think that just the pedophile or just the. <laughs> Just the, the the molester, the just the, the molester. The, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Sound like a villain. The molester. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> don't say that again. <laughs> the molester. Who's that? That's the molester. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that again. It's the molester, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <man. laughs> but, but, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You should you should run from the molester, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it, it was always like those weird, nasty kind of guys that yeah. always were just depicted with just a mustache on, just yeah. like perverts, really, of all kinds, just mm-hmm. had just the mustache. And then as you get older, you see, you start to see a couple a couple of different guys sported, and again, I saw Miles Teller, and I didn't yeah. see the movie. With you know, the, you know the, the big one with, with the plane with the with the planes and you know the big actor that does all the plane stuff, Mission Impossible, yeah, yeah all that guy, Tom Cruise, yeah, him, oh. him and Mission Impossible, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So no, it wasn't even that; it was Top Gun. I'm sorry, Top, yes, but Top he Gun. was in that as well. That guy, Tom Cruise, Tom nigga, Cruise, nigga, Tom, don't don't just Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise was in Top that Gun. guy. Like I already said, Tom Cruise. You know, <laughs> Tom Cruise was in was in that film. And they made a remake, and Miles Teller was in it, and he had just a mustache, and it didn't look bad at all. Yeah. And then from that moment, I just started seeing some guys with just a mustache, and I was like, is this coming back? Like, is this a thing where guys are just going to rock the mustache? And it's not looking bad on all of them. I'm like, well, maybe we've gotten out of... Or maybe, I don't know I if that was... I think that just, was a you problem. It wasn't just a me thing, I, I think swear. maybe it's a lot of people you knew. I think it's crazy to think about men with mustaches and think molester. Like that's cute. I, I, listen, I think it's crazy too, but it's there for some reason. I know, I believe it. I, I know, certainly maybe I can. I'll break, you, out, I'll break out of it. You think that guys with just mustaches, like, is that like a you, like that looks nice to you? Yeah, absolutely. What I will say, I don't know. I'm a fan of a beard. Okay. I don't know if I can say that a beard doesn't look nearly as good as a guy that can support a nice mustache. But I have seen plenty of men, especially recently, I've been paying attention. With very, very nice mustaches, and they look very attractive. Now, if I saw them with a beard, I don't know which one might look better to me. Okay. So, maybe the beard probably will be more attractive overall, but I certainly think men with mustaches, certain ones. Okay. It's like a bald head. Not everyone looks good with a bald head. I'm not not looking forward to being bald. I got a Terry Crews head. What's like that mean? like my scalp like it's kind of like wrinkly a, a little bit like yeah. under this all this hair yeah. like when I go bald I'm gonna look like Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews is doing just fine in this world. Yeah, I yeah. mean I think right? yeah no yeah he's you know he's Uncle Tom in it like he's he out here. <laughs> I feel like that's not a good thing. He out to say he out he out here it's doing not a good he thing. out here doing his his Carlton for the. For <laughs> oh, the, that's you know. a nice Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Is is that where Terry Crews is at? Why why do you say that about him? What is he doing? I don't know. He just, you know, I feel like after he was on uh Everybody Hates Chris, um I just feel like he's a lot of the gigs he's taking, a lot of the, <laughs> you know, a lot of the a lot of the I want to say a lot of the folks he's he's around. And maybe Uncle Tom is a little too harsh. 
that's just the first thing that came to my mind. But uh, just uh, just a little different, you know. He just he's not keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not keeping it real. It's a little corny. You got a little corny, you know. <laughs> got a little corny. Oh, that was it. You you had no follow up on that. Well, you just... <laughs> I was gonna say, are you are you okay with saying that Kanye West is a little corny? Um, I don't know if corny is the word to describe him. He just I think many words. I just I'd yeah, put corny in there. I wouldn't say that's the main one, but um, yeah, I don't know if I would use corny when I think of Kanye. I just think it's funny because I do it all the time. Is that we speak about celebrities like we know them. Because we're talking about Terry Crews. Like, we just know about this guy and the you know what? that and, he takes. And, and, you're, and you're right about that because... Because I do that often, too. Yeah, I think it's... They're celebrities. You know what I'm saying? We don't know like these people, people. I know, but we still make opinions about them. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's just... a that's I, I think that's just like human nature at this point. Mm. Well, yeah. You know? Because especially with like social media, like we have all this, all this access to people. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just kind of a thing we do, you know, even when we don't know we're doing it. Nothing you done? Yeah, no, I just I I think it's it's weird to have these people that are essentially topics of conversation that, that are, are famous for whatever reason, but are just people like us at the end of the day and we speak about them. If if I had to think of a one word for Kanye, I would say probably say obnoxious. I would just I'd probably just say ill. I say Ill? mentally ill, yeah. yeah okay. I think that's yeah, I think that's the, the true issue. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Someone was Sad. talking to me the other day and they were like, they're like, I, I just don't understand how you can see people and just be like as interested in them as you are. Mm. He's like, I just don't understand how you can see like just like average human beings and see them as like really interesting people. Like, I, I, just, like, I, I just don't I don't I don't get that. And I was like, I mean, I guess I could I could see that. I could see why you would say that. Um, now this person in particular that said that to me spends a lot of time by themselves. Um, and I think it's very easy to, to overinflate your ego when you spend a lot of time by yourself. You don't have a lot of like real conversation with people because everything's just coming from within. So you just take that shit and run with it like the whole way. Um, but when I look back at as egotistical as you know, like the the height of Earl has ever has ever gone, I look back at it like I was ill. Like that's the way that I look back. Like mm-hmm. that's that that's the way that I look back on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think I'm just like, what the fuck was going on there? Like, why are you like so self-absorbed like that's like that was kind of crazy <laughs> like that's like that's how it feels looking back uh-huh yeah sometimes like i'll think about now <clears throat> i don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff but that guy bo burnham that that mm. comedian you sent us a, a tweet yeah, about I, him. I ha- like i've seen him around but i don't know much about him he's he's actually really fun he's i shouldn't even just say really funny but he's, he's extremely talented. talented okay amazing very talented. very talented comedian pianist Filmmaker, right. Filmmaker, editor, everything. Um, and also just a like a bright guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, maybe him being sad. Oh yeah, no no no! Well, he, well no, it was more so that him talking about young people and them doing this stuff with their 
you know, holding a phone in front of him, taking a selfie. Mm. And then, and I've seen this too, sitting in IHOP by myself doing that weird shit that I do when I go to mm. IHOP by myself. What did you say? I just, just a, a little girl, a little black girl sitting across from me in a booth. And I guess she had ordered some food. And she looked like she was in school, like middle school. I didn't know why the fuck she was there when I was there at IHOP. <laughs> but she was there and she was like taking a, a snap or something of herself. And she would look up at it and she'd put a whole face on and she'd, look, she'd light up and be a whole type different person. And then she would take it and then put the phone down and be looking at it and go to the editing options and all sorts of shit. Whatever the fuck it was she was doing on her phone. And then, like, she would do that just, like, a few times. Like, put the camera up and smile and pucker her face and all this sort of stuff and get the right angle. And then put the phone back down. And then she would be completely dejected and all the light from her face faded mm-hmm. and all sorts of shit like that. And she would go straight back to the phone. And I was like, damn, like, that shit is fucking weird. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a very weird thing to watch this person, like, flip the switch and go back and right. forth. But the remark that Bo Burnham was making was that everyone looks at these young kids and they're thinking... Oh man, like they're so, they're so, you know, narcissist, you know, narcissism has been thrown around so much mm-hmm. in the past few years. Like, oh, they're so narcissistic. They're so egocentric. They're so egotistical. They're so self-absorbed. They're so blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And what the remark he was making was, is that the way that it looks to you guys? Like, to me, it looks like these kids are terrified and they're, they're sad and they're lonely and they're yeah. they lack all confidence and you know super, no self-esteem like insecure self-esteem. all this sort of stuff and so that's the way that i look back on myself when i was quote unquote self-absorbed i mean there may have been some version of it but i think it was mostly just like probably not feeling fulfilled and trying to overcompensate you know what i mean and and sometimes i'll see that now like what do you <clears throat> What do you guys think of an Instagram profile that is only glamorous photos of the person? Like, and they have many, many photos and they're like, if you could just look at the table version of it and just scroll down, it's mostly just pictures like selfies. Just them just taking very good photos of themselves. It's probably either a cry for attention or... They're making some money on that Instagram. Okay. Um, I feel like I agree with Kim. I think, yeah, it's just you're looking for validation. Yeah. It's it's a big part of it because I remember doing that. Not Mine wasn't glamorous pictures, but I was looking for pictures with attention. And I may have like, been gone too far with the word glamorous because that's not what I mean. Yeah, glamorous I think- is kind of underneath the umbrella of all of the types of photos, but it's photos that are clearly looking for attention yeah yeah i I think that that's all it is you're looking for attention you're looking for validation you want people to hit you up you certainly want men's men attention thirst traps thirst traps well i didn't want to say that i I never did a lot of thirst trapping well i think there's levels to thirst thirst there are definitely levels so definitely then let me say i include myself in that for sure yeah yeah because i wasn't posting half naked pictures of myself but if i had a body back then that i was proud of i probably would have too <laughs> so i i yeah that, was, that matters that's very <laughs> you, important you gotta work with what you got that's very yeah and i wasn't very very comfortable with that back then but yeah no it's very sad i i remember i deleted everything off of my old instagram account that i didn't want there and i deleted my twitter for that reason because it was such a lack of representation of who I am today that I would be mortified 
if people saw the tweets that I was tweeting back then or if they saw the pictures, which weren't crazy. But I I looked sad. Mm-hmm. Just sad and lonely. And I just wanted guys to hit me up <laughs> and for people to talk to me. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just not about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. I Like, I think about the people that just spend all day creating a story on Instagram, just all day, just like I, I saw a video today of, you know, it was this girl, like she's in the hospital. She's supposed to be being discharged. And she's like, you know, she's dancing. Like I'm, I'm getting discharged. Like, and I, I don't know. I've always thought the people that like take pictures of themselves in the hospital is just like a super attention grab. Like I'm in the hospital. Something happened to me. Hit, like hit me up. Like someone, someone. <laughs> I remember. Well, I remember doing that. I remember actively taking pictures of like my my little wristband of being in the hospital. Mm-hmm. If I was there for whether it was like a like a scan for my thyroid or something like that, like I wanted people to ask me. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like I wonder who's gonna ask, like to see if I'm okay. Mm-hmm. That's a sad thing to think about. Yeah. It's like, a sad thing to think about. My Instagram is not like I only put up Instagram posts when I'm doing something post worthy. Mm. Like if I'm on vacation, I'll put up some photos. If I'm out on a hike, I'll put up some photos. You okay, know, so so like, you're at the threshold of what Instagram worthy is or post worthy is is just is different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's pretty much what it is. Is just the the people that we're speaking about. They have a different threshold they have a different metric for what is post worthy because there's a lot of shit that's post worthy and it's every time they feel like they feel in themselves like there's like there's people that put up stories every single day like that shit is a part-time job i know many of those yeah me too i I watch them because i'd be you know i'd be surfing i'd be on instagram and they have like 30 of them little fucking things to scroll through some of them some of them do you know yeah some of them do most people is like somewhere between five and eight, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like people really do like just, they see things and like, oh, I'm going to put this in my story. Or, you know, just all throughout the day, just recording their lives all day. And I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. It feels interesting for me to have been that person for so long, to be the person that I am now with social media. And now I just have, I like check in on Facebook every once in a while. I have kept the Instagram app and I've deleted everything else. And it just feels so much nicer. So much of my life was taken up by that. There was so much anxiety behind it. I could have easily spent 45 minutes to an hour taking a selfie. That's wild. Oh, yeah, because I took... Yeah, that's crazy. That's so wild. let's that's say crazy. that I took 100 pictures. That's a, that's, that's that's, a lot. That, it was yeah, like, that's a lot. It was like 50 to 100. I remember. That's a lot. That's and then crazy. I have to look through all of them, and then I like pick whichever ones I wanted, and then I go through them, and then I made like my final selection. And then I would post like maybe five selfies. See, to be I, like to be that involved with oneself, I just feel like it's so. Or I mean, I'm certain there are many ways of talking about it because, you, you know, I'm certain somebody wants to look at it from an artist standpoint. It's like, oh, no, it wasn't it's that. all it's all artistry. It's all art. Like Instagram is art, and you know, you get going on there and put, taking a picture and then putting the different types of filters on there is art, and you know, changing. The I think that can that can be. Boy, I, I've never. I have. I I hold on. I mean, listen. I'm not gonna take that away from nobody. It can be what it is. Maybe. I'm just, you know, but it, it ain't it ain't for me. I just I just don't find myself that involved with my face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's I, just a lot more to do. 
I there's so much more to do. <laughs> I've had Instagram for probably about since 2012. It would have been in 2022 going on three. So yeah. So I've had it about 10 years now going on 11 years. I have 947 Whoa. posts. I definitely posted a lot more back in the day uh, versus now. But like, I'm just thinking about like, I don't like the filters. I don't even like, I don't even do that shit. Like I just, I just put pictures up. I don't, I never use filters. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I doubt that you would. I don't, really, I don't really got you. It's doing different a bunch when you're of, a girl taking selfies. Yeah, well, that's a completely different. You know what's thing. funny? I'll look at the pictures that pop up on my Snapchat every once. Well, I did because I deleted Snapchat, but before they used to pop up all the time. And pictures taken three, four, five years ago were very sad. The filters were just. It's to me. There has to be a level of sadness because you are not secure in what you look like. Because I couldn't fathom taking a picture with a filter right now and posting it somewhere. Because you look crazy. It's it's like you don't look like that person at all. Mm-hmm. Like because if if artistry is not the reason, then why? I see for oh, oh if artistry is not the reason. Yeah, right. Like if it's not because of, of the you, love of art and different filters, it's you, like if that's not what you're appreciating in this. Mm. Why, like you, at least I did. I looked so different in all of these pictures that used mm-hmm. to pop up versus what I do now. I see people all the time on Instagram and I just be like, that's not what you look like. <laughs> well, it's funny we, you we, say we've that. We've gone through this. This isn't, that's not what it's supposed to be. Right. We have to relinquish this idea like, that people you're, are going to show the real them online. That your eyes not, are not that bright. That's not what it's for. <laughs> that's not what it's for. That's not what those platforms are for. It is not to show the most authentic version of yourself. Which is crazy. And we know that now. So we have to stop expecting for people to do that. No, I mean, I'm not I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. Right. You know, okay. I use my Instagram the but, way that I use it. But it is still interesting to remark upon looking at someone's Absolutely. face and say, that yeah. is not what you, I know what you look like. I saw you an hour ago. You didn't, you didn't look like this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely funny, which is, again, these moments where we get in where I don't, again, in, in this new way, I it's. I'm not nefariously judgmental. I do make judgment yes. calls, right? That, well, because we're human. I think that, that, is that is natural. So you do make judgments upon some of the things that you see and you hear and you read off of people. But nefariously, no. Like I'm not no. I'm not condemning people. I don't I don't see people as, you know, worse versions of no. human beings. It's not any of that. But I've gotten pretty good at being able to like look and see depth of pain Mm -hmm. in certain people's because it's just all patterns right like you just we're reading patterns and there's always room for spontaneity but at the end of the day people are just riddled with patterns and you look at enough sad people that go through enough sad things that rob them from the happiness that life has bestowed or the the opportunities that life has bestowed upon us to be able to reap the benefits, you know, um, that come in the form of happiness and joy and meaning and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes you just read enough to know, oh, yeah, that person's sad. <laughs> just really fast. Like, oh, yeah, no, that person's pretty. Like, they're going through it. Like, you, can, you can just tell. Like, they're doing way too much. And, you know, again, it's, it's not it's not for me to to judge in the sense of like, man, they should really do X, Y and Z instead of A, B and C. Mm-hmm. It's just, hmm, OK, 
Like I see you. Yeah. And one thing that I I try to practice is is kind of what you're saying right now. Like compassion. Yeah. And I also try not to judge people, you know, due to the fact that I I like to operate a little differently when it comes to social media. Mm. You know, I like I, I see a lot of a lot of fuck shit on there. And I'm just, you know, it pops into my brain like, like, why, why, why are they doing that? Like, why, why would they do that? And then I'm just like, why do you care? <laughs> yeah. Just keep scrolling. Do, yeah. Do, do, yeah. Do your <laughs> or, life. Or unfollow that person. Or unfollow them. Right. Yeah. You don't have to see, you're, you don't have to see any of this. And, and wonder why they're doing this. Yeah. yeah. You can just leave it behind. Yeah. I've unfollowed many a people. Because I, you know, you get to a point like, you you know, you, you, you think you, you know, somebody that, you know, him from high school, you know, him from here, you know, him from there. And you just feel compelled to, to hit, follow, hit, you know, hit, 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 that, hit that follow, follow button, button, hit that request button. But I, I don't follow people for really some people might say stupid things, people that just do nothing but post their kids like just, you know, oh, some, yeah, somebody, yeah, you don't like that. Yeah. Somebody might think that that's dumb, but it's like. If I'm going to follow you, I want to see some variety. I want to yeah. see a little bit more. I don't want to see you taking your kids to daycare every day. <laughs> I do think that's like, kind of funny. So, no, like, some people really want to show you that they're the like best the parent on the, in the world. Yeah, yeah. like And especially if you had a bunch of drama on your timeline, if you're one of the people that puts up stories like, fuck them bitches, they thought this, that, you know, my, my you know, like... Unfollow. <laughs> but how funny is it? Honestly, to me, that's one of the most fascinating things about being a human is being an adult, especially an adult responsible for children. And you're out here talking about fuck these bitches on Facebook. To me, that is so freaking because I've never been that person. Uh -huh. Never. I would have never fathomed of doing that, especially now where I'm in life. That's insane. So when I hear about these things and I've, I've been around them my whole life, it's not that I'm not familiar with them. I just forget that this is how people live life. And when I think about it for a moment, it's, it blows my mind that people are 45 years old, a grandmother, and you're still on Facebook talking about fuck you and your mom. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is, this is what you 45 year old grandma. I mean, I mean, we know some people, so I feel like it's usually it's usually the case. It's younger parents. I just met someone the other day. I just realized it is like an eighteen-year-old girl that I know. Her her mom is thirty-two, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like, so she had you? Oh, fourteen. I think fourteen. Yeah, I was like, "Damn." Yeah, I did the. Math. I was like, "Y'all are like sisters. Like y'all are like to some degree. Y'all are going through some of the same stuff. Like at the age of eighteen, your mom being thirty-two, y'all are going through." some of the same things in life like you, you know definitely what I mean? could run across the same man at some point <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, yeah this no, is the time that's no yeah that's a fact like you can there's definitely a 25 year old dude out there that would sleep with both that of would you. sleep with both of them i was trying to think if i made my mom a grandma in her 40s but i think she was in like her early 50s mm. Mm. okay am i am oh, i cool? yeah oh yeah you, cool? yeah that's right you were young yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. a man it's or a woman. It's more of a Keon's child is about to be twenty years old. Yeah, Jesus. How old is he now? Twelve. Wow. Big ass kid. Big ass kid. Do you think you may want to have kids in the future? Yeah, I could do another one. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. How does Angela feel about that? She feels the same. Okay. Well, you know, she's 
very, 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 very <laughs> goal and career oriented. Mm-hmm. She is not in a rush. Okay. She's what not is, in a rush. What is, does she have a current goal right now that she's trying to accomplish? Um, just climbing up the ladder in, uh, in, you know, corporate America. Oh, is there a certain position that she's shooting? Um, I don't know if she's actually, if she's going after a certain position. Um, but she is, you know, she's, she's, she's making a lot of the right moves, Mm. talking to a lot of the right people. Um, she's in some really, really good, um, important circles at her job. And, you know, that's, that's, that's her. Okay. She's she's definitely going to be somebody. <laughs> that is <laughs> this nigga believe in that shit. That's awesome. Uh well to you know, to go back to that that point of these these older people that are just online talking a bunch of shit, is I don't know because I'm I'm like really rethinking this now. Okay. It is values that people say is extremely important to look at when it comes to mating, like to matching, mm-hmm. right? Like what wh- where your values stand. But when people say that, I think it may be another one of those things that you kind of overlook, like a lot of what values are. When people say that, what the fuck are they talking about? Okay. Like, do our values match? What values are you talking about? What values exactly? Does anyone have any answers? Oh, you're asking the question. I mean, does anyone know what people are talking about when they say that? Well, I think people think that they know what they're talking about, but it's one of those things that I... I don't think many people are having real honest conversations, not only with themselves, but with a partner. Like values are many and they're deep. Right. So I think that you can have a very superficial conversation about this. And I think most people don't because they think that because you date someone. Or they do have superficial conversations. Yes, they do have superficial conversations. And sometimes they don't have conversations at all. And probably think that because I think that I know this person, therefore I know their values, but we've actually never spoken about this. So I have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it sounds nice. I think it's one of those cliches. That's obviously extremely true, but people don't actually talk about what their values mean to them. And if they are congruent with another person so that I'm planning to share my life with. And the reason I bring this up is because she's talking about these, you know, 30, 35, 40 year olds, just still, Still talking shit about bitches online, or like these ain't shit niggas, or what, whatever it is that they're talking about, and they're just like ranting about these mm-hmm. things. You like, know, I've just gotten to a point where you, you just look at certain things like, like, yeah, y'all are crazy. Couldn't be me. Like, it's still like you're being living in another dimension in another world. Yeah, it's like wow, like you guys still like this registers in your brain like you still do this like you you still get online and talk shit about some demographic of people out there that are are hating on you or like doing something that you don't believe in like it's just like it's so weird to me it's like holy fuck like you do that with your time like it's a it's a very weird thing and when i think about values me being who i am specifically I can't be around people for long periods of time. And when I say that, I mean, you can't hold like a a firm position in my life if you are very highly neurotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you just like worry about a bunch of things and you're unhappy about a ton of things, we probably can't be around each other like a ton. Mm-hmm. Because 
it's a, it's a rough position that I'm in because I'm in a position of understanding where people come from always. And if you talk to me about what's going on in your life and why you feel something about something like I'm going to understand what you're saying to me, like I'm going to get it. It doesn't mean I have to live that way or absorb that information or subscribe to that thing because that's not going to be the case. But when someone is going to be like your significant other and they worry about a lot of things and they stress about a lot of things and a lot of things in the world like upset them and you happen to be someone and you're looking at them and you're like, I, I understand, but ultimately most of the shit you're stressing about <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's like a, a wild position to be in because you are deeming what does and does not matter or seemingly it seems as so you are doing mm-hmm. so but it's not that it's just that if you were in your right state of mind your perfect state of mind you wouldn't think that what you're worrying about matters it's not just like a me telling you this is earl's checklist of things that don't matter no if you were thinking clearly you would not be worried about this thing right now okay. and you can do experiments and get people into those positions where they think yeah. clearly about something and they're just like yeah i was kind of tripping about that thing mm-hmm. Same way we look back at being or I look back at being self-absorbed. We look back at taking a bunch of photos of ourselves just incessantly. And you look back like, damn, I was ill. Mm-hmm. Like that was a, like, what, like, why was I in that space of mind? Right. Like, that's a weird thing. Sometimes people are just freaking out about a bunch of things every single day. And it's so un- like they have no idea how unnecessary it is because it's either not going to come true like the way you've cooked something up in your mind is actually never going to happen, mm-hmm. but it's living, it's living and breathing in your mind. So therefore it's a real thing or it's just, it's, there's a myriad of ways in which you're just stressing out about shit that like, it just has no real weight or bearing on your health and the way that you navigate this planet. Aside from the fact that it's just at the forefront of your mind, just incessantly running through like a fucking record player. I think one of my favorite sayings, probably in the last five years or so, but you know, really coming into like adulthood, into my thirties, late twenties, is hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, I think I feel like I say that shit all the time. Yeah, just thinking about on thinking thinking back about who I used to be, the things that I've done. You know, what I'm saying, you know, I'm I'm very nostalgic. I, I'm always thinking about the past, and I'm always thinking about what I did and what I could have done better. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that I'm worrying extremely about it, but I'm always, you know, I'm a, I am I like to reach back and mm-hmm. just kind of see what old Keon was doing. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. No, what is, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go. No, I was going to ask, what is your favorite quality about yourself currently? Um, Probably patience. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Have you always thought yourself of a patient, uh, being a patient person, or, or is yeah. it newer in your life? Yeah, it's bitten me in the ass plenty of times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've always been a patient person. Why has it bitten you in the ass? Um, I think when you're patient with, and you know, people, it opens up a door for people to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People realize that you're patient. They feel like they can get away with certain things. Um, it all kind of stems from just kind of being a really nice person. You know what I'm saying? People take kindness for weakness a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. What is yours? 
I don't know. I forgot. I just started listening. No, what is your favorite part about yourself? Oh, my favorite part about myself um, uh-huh. currently. Patience is up there, but it's not number one. Um, number one would probably, uh, I don't know, they're hard to. Are, it is a tough question. They're, they're, yeah, they're hard and, to kind of I don't even know rank. if patience would be number one, but, but I think it's one, it's of, one of my top, one of the top yeah. things that I do like. That's about good, myself. yeah. Uh, because one of them is that I can listen and understand. I think that that's like huge mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't put me in a place of, of fear and angst and anger with other people and confusion. Yeah. Like I can, I can listen to some, yeah, like it's really not difficult. Like for me at all, I, I can just remove, I can just look at someone when they're talking to me and remove myself from the equation. Like I'm not looking for this person to appease me. I'm not looking right. for them to absorb my identity and the the thoughts that come along with that and the beliefs and the ways of living like i can just look at someone and as they're talking to me hear the words that are coming out from them and put them together in, in a way that it, it just it makes sense it's like okay like you just said those words i like i i see why you feel that way about that thing like and, and that could come from a place of you feel hurt you dealt with certain trauma that right. put you there and so you haven't dealt with enough of the antithesis of that yet to get you out of that place. So meaning like, um, say you hate men, <laughs> right? You dealt with a couple men that treated you wrong. So, you know, t- three men out of, uh, you know, 8 billion men, right? So you, so you assume or half of that. So you just right. assume that men are like that. And you telling me your story very quickly is going to let me know, oh, okay, she's dealt with a very small sample size of men. Right. <laughs> And they treated her wrong. So it makes sense that she believes what she believes. Yeah, like like you telling me this very short story, which could take all the five minutes, I'd be like, oh, okay, I see why you why you don't like men. Like like, that's not for me to be upset. It it would make all the sense in the world for you to think that for you to think that way, for you to feel that way and be like, okay, cool. Like now I now I know like where we are and how to continue on with conversation. So I think that so for me. Just because I'm even having to explain this right now, and it seems weird for me to even explain this to two humans in front of me, it it, it seems like the sky being blue. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like that's what it seems like right now. Like me even explaining this seems super basic and mm-hmm. super elementary. That Like it's weird that I'm even explaining this on this microphone no, right now. No, but I understand. But, but for some, but, but clearly I'm explaining this because that's not the conventional thing. That, that right. That's not, that's the over under on it. Understanding and not understanding is extremely skewed. The over under. Yeah, yes, yes. So <laughs> like that that ratio is extremely skewed. So clearly most people are just like not understanding people a lot of the time. Um, I just don't find it difficult to understand other people when they say something. It, ju- it it's mostly just the fact that your ego's in the way most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to believe something else, or you want your idea to get out and for them to believe that thing. But like if you just move that shit to the side and you just listen to someone. It's like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with you at all, but like, I, <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's, so that's, that's a, a, one of the main things for me. Um, and maybe this is some part of that, but it's really just, um, just being able to relax. Mm. 
Yeah, I think I some of that probably comes from that. But yeah, but just yeah, just being being able to to relax and like and not be caught up as I was saying in the minutia of the world, just like a bunch of the bullshit that's going on. Like, oh, how do you how do you feel about Kanye and what's going? <laughs> I I, got, I, I I muted Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West. I muted Ye. I'm so tired of hearing about him. I, I muted it. Like, I don't care. I do not care. I'm going to go listen to Graduation when I feel like it. <laughs> Outside of that, I don't fucking care. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm so tired of hearing about this. And man. there's just like a million things just riddled throughout people's lives yeah. that are just like that. And you just and people you just get caught up in it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You you just you just get caught up in it. And and I and I've so the other quality is just doing a, a much better job at keeping in focus the things that I want to put my mind yeah. towards and I want to spend my time on. That that's that's a huge part for me. It's clearing out the cobwebs and getting a more crystal clear headed view of that's what of what that. needs to be focused on. And focusing on those things as opposed to just being swept up by all the bullshit that the world has for you to just. I mean, there are so many distractions. And and again, this is another thing that I get and I understand from people. How could you not get distracted? Like, I get it. Right. I get it. Especially, again, when people it's so fucked up that people think the distractions are the main course. Like, it's just, it's fucked up. So, like, I, I completely get it. You want to know what's interesting, though, about what I said as far as patience goes? I have a lot of patience for people, but a lot less for myself. Mm. I, you know, I often want things to come my way a lot quicker than they're supposed to. I want things to happen the way that I want them to happen. And I want them to happen now for myself. But when it comes to other people. I'm really, really patient. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's not a problem. Yeah. You, you know, take your time. But for myself, I need I need it like that. What are you looking for to, to have right now? Like what are you what are you trying to get? Um, I want to finish school. You want it's that taking to be a done. long time and I don't like it. <laughs> when is the schedule to finish <laughs> And I don't like it. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, like all of it, I'm not really sure. My my associate's degree. Probably next year. Um, but yeah, all of it, I really have no idea. So are you, are you, do you not enjoy the process that you're in? Because that's, that's where I feel like the, the delineation of enjoying something is right versus just waiting for something to end, waiting to get to the mountaintop is, are you enjoying the journey? Are you enjoying the process? Are you just, that's re- really important. Or do you really feel like you just need to get to that? place um it might be a mixture like i i enjoy learning what i'm learning like i'm not you know like it's 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 nice it's not i'm good i'm good good. um i i do enjoy it i just 16 week semesters (laughs) just feel like forever Mm. and it's just like and I, i think it also has a lot to do with me not being in school for such a long time and then getting back into it and it's just like I got a lot more going on these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is come home and do some fucking homework. <laughs> yeah. Some HW? Study. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
So yeah, that's, that's a huge commitment. I commend people I go back to school. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. It's one of the best decisions I feel like I've I've made for myself. Um, you don't feel like that has any sort of bearing on or it's not symbolic of the, the pathway that you're choosing, the fact that you do not enjoy doing the homework or doing any of the studying. You don't think that maybe that is a, a showing that you do not actually like the subject matter? Um, I like certain parts of it. I don't necessarily like everything. Like, just you have to keep in mind that the classes that you're going to take, a lot of this shit you're never going to use. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd like to get to, I think when I get to the point where, you know, I transfer to a four-year school where I'm actually learning things that I'm going to be taking with me and I'm not taking all this remedial bullshit, these classes that you have to take mm-hmm. that I could really care less about. I think when I get past some of that, it'll be, you know, it'll, it'll be a little better. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate it though. I don't. I don't hate it. Okay. I think what, yeah, well, that's good. That's yeah, important. Like really I think important. what keeps me going is is that that mountaintop, that peak, the finish line. That that definitely keeps me going because I know what lies ahead. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I know what lies ahead, and I'm just trying to get there. Yeah. And you know, you're not gonna like we talking about. Like I said, a 16 week semester. You really you do you expect me to like every single week? Every single. I just love it. Every every single week, I love it. Like, is that realistic? (laughs) Like, it's going to be some weeks where you know, and 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 maybe there's just some shit going on outside of school that you know. When I get to the homework, I'm just like, this is the last thing I want to fucking do right now. Mm. But I do it. All right. Yeah. Um. Speaking. Hold on. I'm sorry. Did you want to answer your own question? What's your favorite aspect of quality? (laughs) Do I want to answer my own question? Yeah, about yourself. Um. Good job, Kim. Thank you. That was thoughtful of <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, because I was gonna move right past it. Well, yeah, That's, I was about to say something, but then that I, speaks I thought volumes, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm patient. I'll, I'll yes, listen. you are. Yeah, I think I think my openness is one of them. I don't know if that's my top one, but I think that allows me to be compassionate, to to sort of self regulate when possible. That allows me to take accountability for my shortcomings. I think that's a, that allows a lot of growth. Okay. So I think that's been very helpful for me. Okay. Just being open to yeah. whatever is there. Yeah. And and I resist in other ways, but it, it's not resisting in a way of I, I see something that makes more sense. Okay. And then trying to fight that. Okay. It's more so out of confusion, but... Yeah, I think my openness is huge. I think that's, that has gotten me to where I am today. Yeah, I mean, being open, you know, opens a lot of doors for you in life. Yeah, that's why when you speak about, you know, where it all ends or where it goes, this pathway for you. I don't know where it goes for me. Not. Yeah. I mean, it kind of like in a sense, that's what's interesting, right, is like listening to people speak about where they think their future is headed and like what they're what they're aiming for. Yeah. Because when you say you kind of know where it ends, like where it's headed, I, I could say the same, but you and I would be talking about two different things. Yeah. Right. So it's so it is it is interesting because I think that you and I are aiming for two different things as people aim for different things. Yeah. Right. So it's it's interesting because I don't think my goals look like your goals. Right. Right. As they shouldn't and they wouldn't. Um. 
But I mean, also keep in mind, like when I say that I'm on like a curriculum, like a strict curriculum, mm. you know what I'm saying? So whatever it is that that you're thinking about, you probably does. It's probably not a curriculum. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's, no, definitely it's not. not. It's certainly not a Earl curriculum. Is an oral school of life. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's, there's nigga, no curriculum. Nigga in her Earl school of life. And this nigga don't no know. This nigga there. don't know what class is tomorrow. He's just gonna wake up. And it's just. It's just straight truth. <laughs> yep. That's it. Just truth. Nigga, truth 101. <laughs> I love that. Though. R- room 341. <laughs> For all of your classes. <laughs> Taught by a monk. But um, it's great because you'll come out absolutely just at peace. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Um, what I was going to say is, speaking of the over-under, I, plest- I, I placed <laughs> my first sports bet uh, a few days ago. <laughs> how much and how do you feel about it? How much money? Yeah. It's like 10 bucks. Oh. oh. Yeah, nigga, what you think? I'm crazy? Uh, <laughs> it would just sounded really she's there, serious. Just come out. Come, well, it is. Well, what, I mean, well, I thought well, it was like well, what was the most 100. that you could have made? Um, had three fifty six. Okay. Yeah, so that would have been a nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice, a nice come up. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I gotta wait till Sunday to see what happens. Mm. It's on football. Yeah. Um, but I found myself in this world. Like I've always been into sports, but. I started out with just doing like just being in a fantasy league. And then obviously, you know, sports betting is really, really hot right now. So, you know, I found myself like just being really interested in it. And this is this is these thoughts have been coming at me for probably a year, year and a half. And I'm just really getting around like some people have been doing this for years. I've been contemplating whether I wanted to do this for a long time. Ten dollars, can. No, just I know, right? No, no, not not the money, not the money, but just betting on sports in general. Have gambling. you ever been to the casino? Like twice. So you've gambled before? Yeah, slots, like <laughs> like nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's like, my favorite. I'm not, I'm not I playing going to a casino. I'm not playing poker and nothing like that. Oh, because like, I was gambling way more than ten dollars at the casino. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking about casino and gambling as I was walking through the mall the, best uh, the, the other day, and I was just like, "Wow!" I was just looking around at the mall. It's like you're in a circus, and there's like, yeah, because you know all these little fucking hallway vendors, the little <laughs> booth vendors. They got all these little fucking kids d- toys, t- t- dogs running around, and a bunch of shit just like just beeping and and bursting at you and lighting up, and I'm just like, wow. Humans are so easy to get to like to like to make them. They're so impressionable. Like we're so easy to like grasp our attention. Just some colors and some noises, and you got them. You know what I mean? They're just gonna bring a little, especially little kids, of course. But like that's what the mall is just built on. I was just looking around, and it's just like. You, you smell pizza, you smell cheese and pepperoni, or, and then you smell some bourbon the, the, chicken, the, the fresh, fresh uh, pretzels at Auntie Anne's, or, or the Cinnabon cinnamon sure. and glaze through the air. Yeah, like you always have a Nori Japan somewhere. Nori Japan, and you mm, have, sure. you know, Diamond Zales and Jay oh, Jared's and Claire's, all, Claire's <laughs> all these, all these. Just things around that are just a bunch of colors and it's shiny and it's like, come here, come there. And it's like, wow, we're just we're just that stupid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're just really that for stupid. Sure. Like we just love to do that shit. And now this gambling thing, especially sports gambling, I'm certain 
there are so many people that are just losing their mortgages over absolutely having gambling finally brought to their phones. Absolutely. Right. I'm not going to be one of them. Like imagine being able to get a crock uh, like a crack rock over the phone, which I'm certain people have probably figured this out. <laughs> like like buying drugs. Actually, I, I've heard of this. There's like people buy drugs off of Snapchat. Like out there, like these drug vendors. That oh just, yeah, people have like their yeah their their yeah. I know a few people that do that only for weed, but yeah. Oh no, they're drug vendors on Snapchat, and like you can like buy a bunch of different stuff off of there. But anywho. Shit is crazy. Yeah, we just buy, we just buy whatever. Yeah, we just, we just do whatever. But the, the the sports betting thing is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I never really, I never saw it for myself because I'm not a gambler. I don't go to the casino. Like I don't do that stuff. Like my first time ever going to the casino was that uh that that first time I went to Vegas by myself. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was I only went to the casino because like that's what you do in Vegas. Like I went. There. You didn't enjoy it. I mean, it was cool. Like, what? it was fine. Like, I didn't I win anything. The, have like, you been to the Charleston Casino in West nope. Virginia? Sure haven't. Trashiest places ever. I, I live 10 minutes away from Maryland Live. I never go. Oh, what true. What is it about gambling that, that just, like, that grabs you? I don't think it's just the gambling. For me, I have an addictive personality. So there are certain things that I know that if I try for the first time, I either have to do them a few times in a row to get them out of my system and not do them ever again, like gambling. And I went the first time and I was there four nights in a row. Damn. Yeah. And it was just, it was amazing. And I think it's a <laughs> few things. I wasn't smoking cigarettes at the time, but in a trashy casino like this, the lights are crazy. Like it, they're just grabbing you from every which way. You have a plethora of different games to partake in. Like you can spend a lot of money or you can gamble for hours on a penny slot machine, which was my favorite. There was one bubblegum machine that I would sit up for hours. You can smoke cigarettes. People are passing out drinks. You just have to tip someone a few dollars. And it's just, it's an environment where you're just addicted to the sounds and the noises because we're stupid human beings. Yeah. And it just grabs, it's like giving a baby like a new object. It doesn't even have to be shiny. Mm. It's just something new and it feels awesome. And then next thing you know, you, because you can make a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You can make a, if you play your cards right, you can make some money. You that's, don't always have to that, lose. That's where that captology comes in with those yeah. people that work for Instagram and all that. Like yeah. figure out all the ways in which human beings are turned on by sounds and images and things like that. And they just, you know, encrypt those into a social media. So when you get like a little notification, like you, you get like a small up. hit of endorphin. Like and you're dopamine like, just like, oh, really? Like right? I got a notification? Like mm. someone's fucking with me? Cool. Well, I think, <laughs> like, I think that's a big part of these, these games, especially the penny slots, because you lose quite a few but then all of a sudden like you're up five dollars and it's like oh like i just got something like let me try again and maybe you win like two times in a row and maybe you just need one more number and then of course you're gonna lose because mm-hmm. the chances are very slim that you're gonna win anything but i think they just do a really good job with the algorithms or whatever it may be to just like keep the momentum going like you're discouraged but then it's all oh, you may get something mm. so, I, th- I think that the way that you feel about strip clubs is the way that i feel about casinos Mm, and the way that I feel about strip clubs is also the way I feel about casinos. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that maybe the fact that this has to do with sports maybe is what, what, it, what maybe draws I me will say, Oh, for sure. It's been for years sure. since I've gone to a casino. So if I went again, it probably would be different. Because I was like 20 at the time. No, I was older. I was like 22. So we'll see. You was there yesterday? I was not there yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> no, because I was over twenty-one. But yeah, I loved it when I went. I loved it. 
but I haven't been to Yeah. I mean, my dad goes to the casino like once a week. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He goes, he drives to Maryland Live, like by my house. Wow. Because that, like, that's just his spot. That's like where he wins at. Goes there once a week. Plays poker. He wins. Sometimes. Oh, poker. Poker's a bit better. I get that. Cause I know, cause I know someone who plays professional poker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I, like, if you're good, you can win. Yeah, right. It's not. Yeah, it's not control. the penny slots. It's not it's the not roulette table. Oh, the roulette table was cool too. Yeah, see, yeah. I would just used to make up things because I don't really know anything about casinos. <laughs> so I just used to go there and just say something that made sense in my mind, and I just. But the thing is, I had the best luck because I never lost more than ten dollars. I'd either make my money back or like win a few hundred. I wouldn't mind learning how to play poker though. Like I could see myself, you know, in like if I go to a casino, I would want to play something like poker. Yeah, for sure, or blackjack or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need something with like some art to it. Like I need (laughs) to know, like it's not just completely up to luck. Yeah, it's just not. I I would like to learn those things. Don't let a nigga put spades in a casino. So Why is Wait, do they not have spades? I don't think like, so. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. Maybe. Mm. I don't think so. You know how to play spades? No, I do not. Is not having spades in a casino racist? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the, the idea behind spades? I, I don't know how to play spades. Uh, you know, no one's ever asked me that question before. Um, <laughs> I just know how to play it. Yeah. But it's it's you just want to get books like everybody throws out a card and whoever's, you know, card is of the highest value. They take that book. It's you usually... See? You know, whoever you're sitting across from is on your team. So there's a lot of a lot of like body language and eye communication that that has to be used because you don't want your partner. Like if you know that your card is going to win the book, you don't want your partner to throw out something that's better than your card because then you're taking a, a book away from your partner. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, okay. a, it's a game. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know how to fucking play the game. Oh, really? Not at all. Oh, like I wouldn't even know where to start. Interesting. Yeah, I, play, I played gestures RJ. with my family growing up. <laughs> Maya and, and RJ played this game, right? I remember them. Yeah, they all time. play. Yeah, everyone plays it. Dude plays. Mikey plays it. Keon oh, plays it. Only. I'm the only one that doesn't play it. <laughs> That's funny. I played gestures. I played chess. Not very good at it. Keon beat me at the game of chess. Because so so? this is what he's leaning oh, on the microphone to say. He you beat, look he beat, like a molester right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, beat, he beat me at a game of chess. I do want to start playing chess more. I've just okay. started watching Magnus, Magnus Carlsen, who's just like the, the top. Beethoven he's of chess? Uh, Mozart. Mozart. But, but yes, he's just like the best chess player ever. It's watching him is beautiful. Like, if you know what chess looks like. I have an idea what chess is supposed to look like. I've watched The Queen's Gambit, but that is not <laughs> I don't know. I probably haven't played chess since I played, like, since... Uh, two oh two. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a really fun game, but it, it's and it's so complicated. And even listening to this guy Magnus talk about what's going on on a chessboard when he's playing is just fascinating, because he's played so many fucking matches in yeah. his day. I mean, I probably innumerable, like wow. completely amount. Of matches. His name is Magnus. His name is Magnus. That's an awesome Come on. It is. That's, that's, a, che- awesome that's a chess name. <laughs> he yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like a prodigy at like the age of like seven or eight. Like he wow. was like he was beating grown men. Like when he was like a child. Um he's played so many matches. And this is something that is applicable to just being a master at anything. 
is how much do you rely? And I haven't gotten to this book. Uzima told me to read this book. My Congolese friend. Blink by Malcolm Gladwell is one that I haven't gotten around to. I've seen it. Supposedly yeah, Blink is about the the it's about intuition, people relying on their intuition. Mm. And when you do something a million times, you can start to rely on your intuition as opposed to like hard calculation about a situation Understood. you're in. And the question is sort of when do you get too cocky? And you rely on solely your intuition to do something. Mm. But when you listen to Magnus talk about chess, there's a lot of intuition involved because he has seen patterns for so long. He kind of just he's not hard calculating the chessboard and like how the pieces are moving. It's more so of an intuition. Like he's seeing the pieces move and he has just seen patterns so many times. He just kind of knows where to put pieces like just That's like crazy. just where to move them in wow. contrast or in comparison to where the other person put theirs. Like he's just like moving pieces around. Mm -hmm. And it's not until a certain point in the game, like more mid game where he has to do like hard calculations of like what like what is to go next. And, you know, all they like trying to think three or four moves ahead in when you're about to start having exchanges or um, like start swapping pieces with someone else like when you know there's a moment where we're probably about to swap like we're at a very uh contentious moment in the mo in the game and the next few moves we're probably gonna swap like four different pieces mm -hmm. we're probably gonna take away like three or four of each other's pieces trying to th see that four or five moves ahead and know where it all leaves the board when you're done with that like and you, you just hear wow. and talking about these calculations but then again the balance between that and just intuition and i think that that's a very fascinating thing to do something so many times that it's just hard written into your like your hard drive, you know, and it's just like it's, it, it's just a part of you. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you just have a completely different sight. Like you can just you can see things that other people just couldn't even fathom and, and just and move at lightning speed doing it, too, because, you know, they're all playing speed chess. That's that. That's the craziest part. Just just just. Doop. Mm -mm. Boom. Doop. Yeah. It's Doop. like there. It's crazy. That's man. the craziest part. So I, I've been really. I, I need about four minutes <laughs> to decide what my next move is going to be. <laughs> see, we can't. See, we, you can't move like that. That's going to be a long match if you need four minutes between every single move. That's crazy. But that is something I want to play more. I do want to play chess more. Not, like not, not spades. I don't want to go to the casino, but I do want to play more chess. You don't, don't got to disrespect spades. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. I, I mean, you know, that that's probably fun. It seems like it's a fun, like, co-op. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of mental going on yeah. there when you're playing spades. Because it's like you've got to damn near know what your partner has in their deck without seeing it. You're saying you know? that, like, chess players burn wild calories during their chess matches because of the amount of mental strain no way placed on them like they're like they're working so hard you know what's interesting such a small amount of time like they burn like a lot of calories you know what's interesting about that yeah, i think mm. it, it kind of reminds me of like now i'm not comparing the two but it reminds me of like when i'm djing like when i dj and i'm also drinking like all the mental things that are going on while i'm doing that by the end of the night i'm sober like it's it's all gone. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Like you, you're like, working like through it. You're, yeah. like you've worked through it. Like you yeah. sobered yourself yeah. up. You just intense work. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's oh, what that's what what you said reminds me of. I can see that. I can yeah, see. Yeah. When are you getting these new speakers? Um. Soon. 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 <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Soon, <laughs> one day. She's decided to ask you about speakers. <laughs> I just want to make sure that, that you're providing people with quality service. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely, I definitely want to do that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon. All right. Is there anything else anyone needs to say? No. No. I'm good, man. I'm this glad we nice. all came together. This is to very do nice. This. Yeah, this I great. feel very honored. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was great. This, this was very great. relaxed. I think. I thank all of you. Thank you very much. And I thank all the people for listening as always. Thank you for your time. Episode 146. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Peace. Peace. We love you.